I would like to welcome everybody back to the Chilling with Dylan podcast. Today's guest is Big Brother Royalty. She's actually a former Big Brother winner. It is, it is Rachel Riley. We're going to talk all things Big Brother 23, including our mutual love for Tiffany, Xavier winning, and the Cookout Alliance. And we're even going to go back to her most iconic moment of floaters grab a life vest. I hope you all enjoy. Thank you for uh, listening to the Chill with Dylan podcast. Today's guest is a former Big Brother winner. She's actually Big Brother royalty. Um, it is Rachel Riley. Rachel, thank you for being here. Hey, Dylan. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to come hang out and talk to you. Uh, chilling with Dylan is like, you know, top of my list. So I'm excited to be here. And Adler wants to chill too, apparently. <laughs> um, I always just start off, last year was crazy. This year has kind of been a little bit better. Just how are you? How was 2020? How's 2021? How's life treating you? Yeah, so I'm really good. Uh, Brendan and I were able to film a show this past summer, um, 2020. Everyone had a 2020, but I will say it was nice to be able to spend time with my family to get to um, have the opportunity to work from home. I think everyone's working from home these days, which is nice because it kind of got my family back into working from home as well. Um, and, you know, it was crazy, but it, it's good. Uh, we had a baby, so, you know. <laughs> um, so there's that. And then 2021 is going really well. We're waiting for our show to be edited and come out. Um, and what else do we do? I don't know. I mean, everything. I've been so busy. I've been so busy with work and I've been busy with doing these Amazon lives and just all the good stuff yeah. and the baby. The baby's <laughs> getting bigger. Perfect. Sounds great. Um, and are you guys, uh, I think you moved, I think it was Alabama, right? You guys moved? Yeah. Brendan and I just moved to Alabama. We, uh, Brendan's doing a residency in, um, in uh, radiology. So he's doing uh, diagnostic medical imaging and he's doing his residency at UAB. So we moved here and um, it's very pretty. It's very nice. I love I love uh, the, the mountains and yeah. the greenery, but it rains every day. It's crazy. It rains so much in Alabama and it's way different than California, obviously. Uh-huh. So I wanna get into uh, why people are listening. Big brother, you being big brother royalty. Um, I want to just overall thoughts on Big Brother 23. It just wrapped up last week. What were your overall <laughs> thoughts? Because a lot of fans loved, loved it. Yeah, I loved Big Brother 23. I thought it was really good. I thought the cast was amazing. I like, I felt that this season, they brought it with the cast. They really were able to um, find people that weren't just good looking, but that were also intelligent, that weren't just, you know, like one dimensional people that are like, you know, I'm a bartender from LA. Um, but they found people that were like smart, that were beautiful, that were had great personalities that seemed like they're really great humans in general, which is really nice. Um, I really thought it was interesting. Like we had so many cool occupations. Like I love what um, Sarah Beth, like I love that she's a forensic chemist and I love that Hannah is a graduate student and she's so smart. and um you know uh Claire is an AI and Xavier's a lawyer and like Tiffany is so cool like we just had so many great people Derek X was one of my faves Tiffany was one of my faves um I love Alyssa she's one of my faves um I don't know I just thought it was a great cast and it made for a really good season mm -hmm. um before we get into some of the cast I want to talk about the headline the cookout 
got to the final six. Um, some are saying it's the best alliance of all time. Just want to know your thoughts on the cookout and how they played such a perfect game getting to the end. Yeah, I thought the cookout was really great. I thought that it was really cool to see um, the cookout come together with a common goal and be able to make it to the end. We haven't seen that. We haven't seen this huge six person alliance be able to come together and all make it to the finals, all make it as far. Like, sure, I've heard the argument, oh, well, what about the brigade from season 12? Yeah, sure, they did do some of that, but they got rid of Matt Hoffman early. Um, they didn't really perfect the everyone has their own player strategy. Um, so the cookout was really able to do that. I know we, I've heard like, oh, the committee did it, but like not really, right? So I think it, it's just different. Like the cookout was able to come together through thick or thin, even when you thought they were going to break up, they still were able to stay together and they were able to, you know, really work together and be able to make it to the finals and have, you know, with Xavier as the winner, not only just our first black winner, but like, he's amazing. Like he was so good. Like he was smart. He was a competitive force. He like, you know, laid low when he needed to, he was had a great social game. Like, I think he's one of the best winners that we've seen hands down. And I, people can argue me, but like, please tell me how, like as a previous big brother winner, I know how hard it is. And like, Everyone loved him. Nobody wanted him gone. And he was a huge comp threat. Um, you know, these, like, you know, I want to call them like the bro bros, but he wasn't a bro bro because he was uh, great friends with like Alyssa and he was great friends with Tiffany. And it wasn't like he was like one of the bro bros. So it was kind of like, I don't know. He just had a great, just such a great strategy. And he's so charming. I mean, I would have kept him in the house also. Like, I think I would have you know, voted for him to win as well. Yeah, I saw on Twitter that they were talking about the winner's rankings out of each member of the cookout. And yeah. I agree, I think Xavier and Tiffany would have been top tier winners. A hundred percent. I think Anna's yeah. right there, Kylan's right there, and then Aza and Derek. Yeah, I think it, Xavier or Tiffany, if Tiffany would have made it to the end, hands down, she's played an amazing game. Um, but, you know, Xavier played such a great game, too, and he was able to get rid of Tiffany when he needed to. So, like, honestly, he did deserve it 100%. Um, I was listening to some other podcast that I actually wasn't listening to it. I just was, I read it. And they were like, yeah, well, Xavier didn't have the, uh, he didn't have the, the comp, he's not the comp beast, and he didn't have the strategic game. And I was like, oh, please. <laughs> and this comes from the guy that thinks he's the most strategic player ever. Like, no, bro. Like, Xavier had it all. Like, everything we want in a Big Brother winner. Everything we want in a Big Brother player. And he gave us great diary rooms. He gave us great, like, he was on Alyssa's side when the cookout wanted to, you know, ax her. He was there to fight for Alyssa as well. So I thought it was, he played such a good game. Yeah. Do you agree with the 9-0 vote? where Derek didn't get any votes. Are um, you kidding? Is that even a question? <laughs> How is that even a question? No, it's like, I like think Derek went in thinking he might get a vote or two and Xavier, I know Xavier in his head thought Derek might get a vote or two because I've been there. And I remember thinking in my head, okay, this person's voting for Adam, this person's voting for Adam, this person's voting for Portia, this person's voting for Portia. And thinking like, 
the truth is, I don't think anyone would have voted for Adam my season. And I think that when it came down to it, like the people I thought 100% were voting for Portia ended up voting for me. So you don't know ever what's going on in these jury members heads, but watching it from the couch as my couch BB brother player, um, I 100% would have only voted for Xavier and not Aza, not Derek F, not Kylan. So I don't think that there was ever a chance that he wouldn't have won the game. Like final four, like Tiffany, I think was the only person he could have lost to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just, I thought Brittany would have thrown him a vote. Is that's that's what I was underneath because they were both jokers. That's what I was thinking, yeah. but didn't happen. I don't think Brittany in the end, I think when she came, when she saw all the people in the jury house coming in, talking about Xavier's game, nobody talked about Derek F's game. Nobody did. You know what I mean? Like it, it was never uh we never saw a segment where people were like, Derek F's playing such a great game. It was always Xavier got me. Xavier is playing this good game. I had no idea Xavier was in this alliance. Yeah. So, and even like Tiffany was like, oh, I think Xavier is gonna get it a hundred percent. Um, so when we think of showmances on the show, we think of Rachel and Brendan. Um, and we had two showmances this season, Alyssa and Christian and yes. Derek and Hannah. I just wanna know what your thoughts on those two showmances were. And then to follow up, in the beginning, a lot of people, if the cookout didn't exist, wanted Derek and Hannah and Alyssa and Christian to work together, kind of like yeah. you with Jeff and Jordan on Big Brother 13. So if you could just give um, thoughts on that whole situation. Yeah, so I thought Alyssa and Christian were such a cute showmans. I love their showmans. I'm all about, I think the internet's calling them Carlissa or something, right? <laughs> I'm all about it. I think they're so cute. My thing is, is because Christian went home so early and Alyssa and him didn't really have that whole like jury time together or the rest of the big brother time together. I think that they have a little bit of a challenge for their, their relationship. They're going to have to, it's not the same as like me and Brendan or Jeff and Jordan or even Tyler and Angela, you know, um, because one went home before jury, one went home after, but you know, Jessica went home before jury and her and Cody are married. So you never know. <laughs> um, but I think that, I think they have a cute relationship. They're also super young. Um, I thought, I thought we said this, me and Jason guy had a podcast and we said this every week where we would be like, we think Derek X is like not that into Hannah, Hannah, but you know that movie, I don't know if you remember the movie, he's not that into you. So he says he's all the signs. He said she would be great for any guy. Any guy would be lucky to have her. But like he didn't say, you know, this guy, right? Or he he would say Hannah is my best friend, but he never said like she's some someone I would want to date. Like you know, he just never. Even in his interview with Julie, he never really made us think. Right, he never really made us think there was anything more than just a friendship there. Before we move on from Big Brother 23, there's just one person that I have to have your thoughts are thoughts on, and it's Frenchie. Yeah. I love Frenchie. I love Frenchie. I'm a huge Frenchie fan. So everyone, literally all summer, I think I've said this. I loved him. I thought he made the game great. I was so disappointed we didn't get more time with him in the finale. It was weird. They, I don't even think they talked to him in the finale. No, no and they didn't barely showed him on screen. And 
I get it. He's, you know, second out. But by the way, he made such an impact on that game. Yeah. It was like uh, the Frenchie effect. It was like, okay, see you later, everyone from the early parts of the game. And then we had Aza and Big D, like they were still kind of struggling because of the Frenchie alliance. I mean, I really, I think he didn't get enough credit. Brittany probably was first to jury because of the Frenchie stuff. Um, so he made the house crazy and he made the beginning of the season fun. If Frenchie was on Big Brother 13 with you, would you have worked with him or would you try to get all of that out? You know, I don't know if I would have worked with Frenchie on Big Brother 13 because I had Brendan and Jordan and Jeff, but I I would like to say that if Frenchie played the game again, that I would want to work with him if he could keep like he's always he's one of those like players that's like a time bomb. You're just like, don't say that, and then they say it. So you never know. But I mean, I'm I'm that player too. People say that about me. They're like, I can't work with Rachel because you never know what she's gonna do or say, and yeah. that's probably true. <laughs> so we've we've talked about a good season. Um, I want to talk about arguably the worst one of all time in Big Brother 22. Um, so this season has gotten a lot of hate, um, throughout the whole time it's, it was, uh, airing. I want to just know your overall thoughts on 22. If you got the call, which I've heard the story of, you got the call, but if you could just explain, um, why you weren't there last season and then, um, your thoughts on the committee, just kind of storm storming through the whole season last season on all-stars. Well, I think in the. All stars. I think there's a lot behind the scenes that the they didn't want to show us that they should have just shown because it's all stars. They should have just pulled everyone in the diary room and said what happened behind the scenes. Because like, to be honest, it was like the Nicole and Janelle stuff people were like confused about, but they should have just been like, okay, Nicole and Janelle played Amazing Race together. Nicole is a snake and has, you know, gone on like national television and lied to Rachel, Janelle, like Brittany, like all of us. And then after the, sh- like outside of the show, she does stuff. I think like the same thing, I think they should have said like, okay, Cody, come in the diary room. Like, let's talk about your relationships with these people. Like, obviously he has a relationship with Nicole, like duh, they were on the same season together. Like, Obviously he has a relationship with Danielle Donato. Like, I think what they needed to talk about all these like relationships, the ones I still don't understand are Memphis, like where that relationship came from. Because, and I'm like, I'm like, I've heard that like Memphis and Dan got together with Derek and Cody and that they all kind of got together. And that's where the Memphis and Cody thing came from. So I don't know. I think they should have just gone together and been like, all stars, this is what's going on behind the scenes. And you know what? They could have sent cameras to all the all stars to explain what is going on. Like, okay, Cody, did you talk to Dan in Memphis? Like, let's get Dan, let's get Derek. Like, let's not lie to the audience. I think that's big of the big start of it because I think people, we all felt lied to because we didn't know what was going on. Then it was just like, you know, they, they went after Kaser, they went after Janelle. Oh, another thing, Kaser and Janelle, like, duh, obviously they've been best friends for like 20 years now. So come on, like, let's not pretend, oh, I haven't seen you in 10 years. Like, 
come on. We know you do. You both knew you were going on the all-stars together. I don't know why they, they try to make it like nobody knows who's going to go on. Like, you know what I mean? So I think they should have just kind of put it out there. Yeah. And then we could have watched unfold and understand why these things have gone on behind the scenes. Um, I don't know. That's my opinion, but I thought that, um, you know, same thing with like, with Davon, like Javon keeps up with all of us. We all hang out at like events and stuff. And so it's like, of course, Davon knows these other people. And of course she has relationships with them. And then Bailey, same thing. Like, so I think it's like, they just, they kind of tried to hide the fact that all these people had relationships. I think genuinely the people that didn't have relationships were like Kevin. And I mean, I feel like even Christmas probably went in there with some relationships because of Paul. So I don't know if, if Kevin was the only one that didn't have any pre-existing relationships, but um, maybe Keisha, because Keisha's like, you know, she, she didn't really get in. She wasn't up in the big brother gossip. I thought it was like, um, I wish I would have been on all stars, obviously. I was pregnant. I, I had been asking CBS every year when they're going to do all-star, are you going to do all-star? Are you going to do all-star? Like, when are you doing this? Everyone's been kind of like trying to figure it out. And then they did all-stars on a season where like nobody could do all-stars. So it was kind of a bummer. Yeah. I wanted, well, I'll start you and Vanessa Russo are my two favorite players of all time. Yeah. And she had just had a baby. Yeah. And, and both I was pregnant. Were, weren't able to do it. And then also Jessica Nixon apparently was, uh, well, she's pregnant a, too. You know, pregnant. Yeah. So they, the timing just was not ideal for us. No. Stars. And then I also don't understand if like they wanted us to do it, why they didn't ask us before. Like they know, I understand 2020 was a thing where it's like, oh my God, it's 2020. Like, what are we going to do? But, um, if they were even considering all-stars, they should have just went ahead and asked everyone yeah. a year out. Like, Big Brother's over. Let's make all-star calls right now. Oh, the all-stars are going to talk and hang out. Of course we are. Like, what do we think? It's a game. Like, you know, they know that we're going to talk. They did. Yeah, that's what they did for Winners at War, for Survivor. Yeah, they made exactly. Sure they yeah. yeah. And, um... and it was such a good season. And Winners at War was such a good season. But One of the best Survivor seasons we've seen. And they made sure they had the cast, like you're saying. They went through. They didn't care if the cast had talked to each other. They went through and talked about how, like, there was pre-existing relationships and this and that. And, you know, I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, why are we trying to hide there's pre-existing relationships? Why are we trying to hide that we're not going to talk? And, like, they're like, oh, they'll be gaming for a full year. Of course we will. But guess what's <laughs> going to happen in that full year? Like, we're going to talk about you know, how we're best friends. We're going to never stab each other in the back. And then week three, we're going to stab each other in the back and be upset about it. So, and then we, that makes better television. It's just like, and the thing is too, CBS with Big Brother has the technology and the money where they could like call us up on a Zoom. Do you want to be on Big Brother? Oh my God, this is so crazy. Of course I do. Okay, well, you're going to be Zooming every week with us and telling us every single thing and we're airing it from this, from one year up to Big Brother starting. Like they could, they have the technology mm -hmm. where they could like 
get us together every episode, like every week or, you know, send whatever they wanted to do. Yeah. Give us our own diary rooms for a year where we go in all the time and talk about what's been going on this year and how we're getting ready for all-stars. I mean, the, and that could be like a, a live feeds kind of thing, right? Yeah. I, I think you would have been, I'm, I've thought of all 22 seasons or 21 seasons. You would have been the perfect person to go in there because of how you are with your relationship with Nicole. You've played with Danny before, which I think is actually reality TV gold you and Danny, that dynamic. And then you're really close with Janelle and Bailey. Yeah. I just think it would have been amazing having you in there. And the fact that they didn't, they did all-stars when they did is just atrocious in my opinion. I know, I feel, and now I feel like I'm probably never gonna go on again. So it's like such a bummer to me because I'm like, ugh, that was my shot. And like, you know, it's that I'm bummed out about it, but you never know. I mean, maybe they'll do all-stars three, I doubt it. I really would love to see eventually, um, we need some more winners, uh, diverse winners, but an uh, all winner season of Big Brother. Yeah, I would love that, but I just don't see it happening. I just don't think that we have winners that are interesting enough, winners that are young enough. We've had this like with Survivor winners at war, they do two seasons a year. So like you can have, you know, someone that was on four years or like four seasons ago, but that's, you know, four, it's two, two years. Right. So it's like, if I go back for survivor the past 10 years, that's 20 people. Whereas if you go back big brother, the past 10 years, that's like 10 years of like 10 years ago. Like I was, you know, in my whatever twenties. So it's like, that's a full, that's a long time for someone to be off of a show. And then the thing with big brother too, is they expect us to do for, you know what 100 days yeah. of you have to be able to commit to 100 days of like leaving behind your life like they need and if they ever wanted to do like a really epic all-stars they have to get dr will they and have they to- have to they have to have dan again and it's just like how are you gonna have dan and dr will do an all-stars like do a epic season i feel like me Janelle, Dan, Dr. Will, Danielle Reyes, like those, the people I'm naming are people that you would love to see play again. Like Janelle could play 20 times. We'd love it. Yeah. Um, and I think and more then, new school, Vanessa, Tiffany could yeah, join that. Yeah. Club. Right. Exactly. It would be amazing. Right. And then it's like, if you have all of us playing, the only way to get us to play is to like shorten the season to, you know, make it a bigger prize money. It's just like, I mean, even Dr. Will has said, like, he just couldn't go back because it's just too long from him to take off of work. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go back to your old seasons, I do, we talked about Survivor a little bit, and you've done The Amazing Race a couple times, almost won. You've won Big Brother, like we've said. Would you ever be interested in going on Survivor? Yeah, 100%. I've, like, pitched myself for Survivor every season. I would love to do it. I don't know if it's going to happen, but, you know... I feel like they haven't had a girl from Big Brother go on Survivor yet. They've had Hayden, they've had Lane. So like, let's put Rachel on, let's put Janelle on. Like, let's do a crossover season like we did with Amazing Race or something, you know? But I don't know if I'm even like on their radar anymore because I haven't been on a show for so long. Yeah, I think it would be amazing if they did like the Amazing Race did, whereas three tribes, brothers, survivors, Amazing racers, just to see how it plays out. Because 
you, Chanel, I would love Devon on Survivor too, if she would be yeah. interested. Just how Tiffany. The whole, Tiff, yeah, how that dynamic. I know Daniel Reyes has been tweeting about how she wants to do it. Oh, well, that would be amazing. Yeah, I think it would be, and like, I don't think Parvati would ever play again, but I'm just like fantasy casting. I think she would, if it was like us, because I've talked to her about this and she says like, she would do it if it was like the right circumstances. Yeah, yeah, I think that that cast, I mean, the girls would have run the show. Yeah, literally. (laughs) And then like, you would want, I mean, the thing is, because how many people do they have per tribe? They have like, we have like, eight people to start off per tribe right yeah well i think this season they have three tribes of six but that was that was because they couldn't get that many people into covid usually it's like two tribes of 10 20 ish people well i think they i thought that they had like 30 ish people to start so but if they could have three tribes of 10 it could be 10 racers 10 big brothers 10 survivors that could be really cool I, I think it would Big be- Brother, we're giving or CBS, we're giving you ideas here. I mean, or maybe if they don't put survivors on, maybe they'll put like um, the uh, love show. What's the love show? Love, love Island. Island. Yeah. Ch- the people from the challenge too, and I know they're they're trying to claw their way into the CBS world. The people that haven't been on Big Brother and stuff. Um, no, that's probably not happening. Yeah, <laughs> but they're trying their best. Good for, um, good for them. <laughs> Um, so back in Big Brother 12 and 13, we had two, and even before then, seven, six, uh, there was always like a dynamic shift in the house. And recently it's been one alliance just picking apart everybody else. Um, 23, the cookout, 22, the committee, 21, uh, hatefully um, or grateful or whatever they were called. Um, so I want to know as a Big Brother winner, if you think the game is broken. Oh, I know. I hear this all the time. I don't think it's broken. I think it's just changed a little because we have these big alliances where people don't want to step on other people's toes and they don't want to have to be, you know, they think about like social media and they think about like, you know, what, how am I going to look? And they think about like, what's going to happen if I go against the, you know, the six that are in power, or I want to be friends with the six. It's like the clips, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't think cookout came together like um, a traditional alliance where there's like the first week, the HOH wins and whoever's cool kids go up to the room and they pick the cool kids. I think this was way different because it formed after the first of the game, they kind of, they came together with a common goal as opposed to like coming together just to like pair up and get all these other people out they came together as a goal of like we want uh the first black winner we want someone that is going to represent us and we we all agree that if we can all make it to the end that this can happen so i think it's i do actually think like legitimately the cookout was different and i think that that mentality could work whereas we see this like you know, like you said, the committee and the grateful eight or whatever, and the, all these alliances of eight and 10 people and six people, they all just come together because it's the cool kids club, but the cookout was different. And so we're not going to see another cookout, but we could see like a team of four. And so we've always seen this. I mean, you had the four horsemen back, like, you know, 1200 years ago, right now, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, we always see 
you know, alliances that do come together that are, are bigger, but they're not like, you know, one side of the house versus the other side of the house. I don't know if that's going to happen. One person versus everyone that always is like boring too. So I don't know. We'll see. I don't think the game's broken. I think that it could definitely use something. I've heard different things they're tossing around for ideas, like to get people to be more into actually not just kind of doing the big alliance, but we'll see what happens. I also think the cookout were more likable as people. They are, yeah. Um, And they were also like, because they all came together with that common goal, I think that that also made them not like as com- like they didn't compete within each other so like like you said they're more likable because we want to root for them you know what i mean like um i want to go really quick just to wrap up back to your your seasons um so i'm going to start with big brother 12 and this is one of the most iconic moments in the show it was actually a mural on the wall last season when you <laughs> said <laughs> floaters grab a life vest i just want to know like what was going through your your mind like, did you know you were going to be calling Kristen out when it happened? Or was that just like spur of the moment? Like you just wanted to say what was on your mind? Uh, a little bit of both. I had been thinking of good lines for <laughs> Kristen ever since I had like got, I got, I was so mad at her because I thought she was my friend. And here I am in this public showmance with Brendan and her and Hayden are making out. And Andrew Gordon told me, that they had a showmance. And then I heard them making out and I was like, you have got to be kidding. Like, she's like uh, ostracizing me because I'm in a showmance. And then she's like showmancing Hayden behind the scenes. And she's supposed to be my friend. And I didn't know if she was gonna put me up for, if she would have won HOH, if she would try to nominate me. So I was just done. I had been like done with her. And I was thinking of things I could say. And I was like, I'm gonna win. So I can like say this and I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. I would like to thank Rachel Riley for coming on the podcast. We had a little bit of Wi-Fi problems towards the end, but I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation with one of the best Big Brother players of all time. If you want to find Rachel Riley and connect on social media, it's at Rachel Riley Villegas, and I'm at the Dylan Deckard. Thank you.